We'll do a review of Lekutei Sichas Chelik Yudzayin, the uh, second Sicha from the Parshas Emer. This is a Rashi's Sicha. In this Sicha, uh, the Rebbe addresses the Rashi in Pshutesh Mikra whether the laws of Chodosh, that means the new grain uh, that grows, uh, do you have to wait until the Oimer, or is this apply to all of any place where you live, in all places of the world, or it only applies in Eretz Yisrael? The problem is because the Pasig uses the word Bechol Meshveisechem. Bechol Meshveisechem normally would mean wherever you live, all your settlements. But in this case, Rashi says that it might not mean that. One interpretation means it only will apply after they distributed, inherited, distributed land. And the other interpretation says it applies everywhere. And the Rebbe goes through why the need for the two Purushim, what's bothering Rashi, and a very detailed explanation in Rashi, as we will learn inside. So first we'll learn, start with Oisalaf. In Posik, on the verse, Velechem, Vekoli, Vekarmel, bread, that's regular grain that you make into bread, or Koli, that's roasted with the fire, Carmel is soft, all kinds of grains. The Pasik says, Loisoichlu, you cannot eat them, those that are grown, Ad Haviachem as Korban, until you bring the Korban for Hashem, the Korban Oimer, and Bechol Meishveisechem. This is in all of your settlements. Is Rashi Mefarish? Rashi explains what does it mean, Bechol Meishveisechem? That this law of Chodosh, of not eating any of the new grown grain until the 16th of Nisan, when they bring the Korban Oimer, that there is a disagreement about the meaning of the sages of Israel disagree about that. Yes, Shalom Dumikan, there are some that learn from here. That the Chodosh, the law of not using the new grain until you bring the Oimer applies is a custom also in outside of Eretz Yisrael because the Torah says the Chol means everywhere. So although this is a mitzvah which is connected to the growth of the land and most mitzvahs that are connected to growing of the land only apply in Eretz Yisrael. This is an exception. But but there's other that say, no, this is not an exception. This is not coming but to teach us that they were only commanded for the new grain. Only after they inherited and they settled. It took them seven years, another seven years, until they actually settled it, till each one inherited. So only afterwards, once you're settled, after they conquered and they distributed between all the tribes, that is when you are in Chodosh. And that's why it's while you're settled. 
but it only will apply in Eretz Yisrael, not anywhere else. So the first one says, Chol Meshusecha means everywhere. The second one applies to Bechol Meshusecha, but only after Yerusha Yeshiva. So the Rebbe says like this, Dos vos Rashi darf bechlal mefarizayn deverte bechol meshvisechem. This, why does Rashi have a need at all to explain the words of bechol meshvisechem and all of your settlement? The lechayre is der taich einfach. It would seem that it's a very simple meaning. Chol meshvisechem means in alle erter vu eir bazetzich, wherever you settle. Whatever it may be, whatever you settle. Furthermore, not only is this simple, but Rashi has already found this word, by many, by, by other mitzvahs, it also says uh, the word, and some of them come before our Pasuk. So in other words, we already... The child knows already of the pasuk of the word b'chol meshusechem. Um, by ruba the ruba, and by the majority of the majority of funzei is as Rashi nit mefarish. Rashi doesn't explain it because it's kind of obvious. So why does Rashi find it necessary to explain it over here? So. Why do we need explanations? So what that's understood, the Rebbe says, is moving. What? Because because when the Pesach says in all your settlement, earlier, in the portion of Tzav, by by the prohibition of eating the Dam, so Rashi says, because the prohibition against blood has nothing to do with the ground of Eretz Yisrael or the ground, it's 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 a it's on the person. You're not allowed to eat blood, uh, and therefore that's why it applies to all meishvisechem. So because there is no reason for it to apply on Eretz Yisrael, that's why the pasuk says meishvisechem. That's why Rashi says over there that it's meishvisechem. Negus meishvisechem. But on the other hand, we now see that Chodosh is not something which is on the body. It has to do with the land. It has to do with the growth. This has to do with from the land. It's not only that it's connected to the land, it also has a seemingly an inherent connection uh, with the other grain that you cut which is in Eretz Yisrael. It is connected simply with the Oymer. Until you cut the Oymer and you bring the carbon, you can't eat. That is the beginning of the cutting. And that has to come first. You have to bring that carbon that you cut first. From the land. So it seems that the cutting and the beginning of the cutting, that takes place in the land of Eretz Yisrael, so therefore it has to be, since all this is Eretz Yisrael, so it does not apply, it should not apply in all settlements, only where there is the Oymer Kitzirchem and the Reish Kitzirchem, there should be. So, that's why Rashi has a problem when it comes to Bechom Meshvei so Rashi needs to explain over here 
Why should we do it all over? So maybe it's not something else. So therefore, Rashi says, So that's what Rashi says. That's still, There are those that learn from here that the Chodosh does apply in Chutzloritz. The Notwithstanding that it's not a Chavis Karka, that, I mean, there is a Chavis Karka, and it would make sense to only be in Eretz Yisrael. Still, some people say it's learned from Chol Mishrei that it's everywhere. Their Taich from Chol Mishrei is Kishutik and Bashmoy, and therefore, we're translating, we, we have to say, we're trying it as simply as it means. And the Pasuk is coming to teach us as Chodosh is a Yetzim in a cloud, that it's an exception. Chodosh is an exception to the rule. Chodosh is Chodosh Karka, although it's an obligation that comes, that is tied to the ground. And yet, it applies in all your settlements. So the Rabbi explains why Rashi has to explain over here. Because we have a difficulty, because it doesn't really fit that the mitzvah of Chodesh should apply outside. But Rashi says, still, we have no choice. The Torah says, and therefore, is Yeshalomdu that it means outside of Eretz Yisrael, yeah, that the mitzvah of Chodesh, the Torah says, even though it's a Chavis Karka, yet it applies everywhere. But in Ice base, the Rebbe will ask, okay. So since the Pasuk says, and it means literally, so why would Rashi bother and bring you another pirush? And he also introduces this by saying, that there is two pirushim, which means that Rashi holds that these pirushim are equal. Why doesn't he just learn it? That this is an exception. Inside, base. And therefore, we still, however, need to understand, since the simple interpretation, the meaning of Bechol Meshwe in all your settlements is Vidar Ershter Pirush, is like the first interpretation. From those that come first, those that learn that Alam Meshavas Echutzloritz, they learn Bechol Meshwe is all your settlements, including Chutzloritz. So why does Rashi bring also the second interpretation that is only Eretz Yisrael? But it means after settling and uh, inheriting and settling. Which based on the above, need it doesn't really have space, it doesn't really fit in the simple meaning of the verse because means wherever you settle. So why does Rashi not just stick with and not only does Rashi not stick with the first portion, the Kashi is not starker, it's even greater. We read it, we spoke already many times. As Bishas Rashi is Moishifun Zokt Friar. The Murashi adds and says, before he starts the commentary, before he actually explains the Pasuk. So if he introduces by saying, there is two or some or few interpretations, Rashi means to emphasize 
Why does he introduce that there is two commentaries? How does he start off the Rashi like that? So Rashi wants to tell you, emphasize, as in that in the Pirushim Shkulim, that in the learning of the simple learning, they are equal. And the reason that one Pirush comes before is not because it's better, is the The only reason why one is first and the other one is second is because you can't write two of them at the same time. But to tell you that one is not advantageous, there's no better Pirush, but they're both equal. That's what Rashi said, there's two interpretations. Also in our case, the fact that Rashi adds Magdim and introduces that the sage of Israel disagreed in it is a reason to zogun. So his intent is to tell us that the second interpretation that says second interpretation that says that to teach us that they were not obligated in the midst of Chodesh only after they inherited and they settled, is not weiter, that is no further away, it is not further away from the Rechapshat than the, from the path of the simple meaning, with the Rechte Pirush, than the first Pirush. As Bechol Meshveseich, meant Allah Meshoveseich Chutz So, that the first says that it means all settlements, means also Chutz Loritz, and the second one that says Bechol Meshveseich, that it means after settling, is just as good. They're equal. That's what Rashi says. Both of them, there are two interpretations. But it would seem, even if we should accept, as Rashi da bring in the second Pirush, the Rashi still needs to bring the second interpretation. The Farval Leitan Pirush is not understanding because according to the first one, we don't understand. Why should Chodesh, which is an obligation on the land, why should it apply to Chodesh? So, we need a second per- uh, interpretation, but they're still not equal. How can you, however, say, as the Pirush in Bechol Meshveseichem, that the second interpretation, that it means, all your sermon, is it is okay, it fits in the simple meaning, equal, punk the same way with the Pirush Apostle now as the simple meaning, means wherever you settle. That is also the interpretation where all your settlement means wherever you live, not after Yerushalayim. How could that be the same value and the same? Shat in the Pasik, like the meaning of Bukhom Shechem is everywhere, which is the literal meaning of the verse here and everywhere. And Rashi says, No, we have two Purushim, they're both equal, whether it applies everywhere Bukhom Shechem or Bukhom Shechem means after you're settled and inherited the land. In Ois Gimel, the Rebbe is going to explain that this idea that Items that are connected to the body apply everywhere. And items that are connected to the land only apply in Eretz Yisrael is so, such a strong idea that that becomes the pshat of the Pesach. Uh To say that your chayiv b'chodosh 
in Chutz Loretz is something which is very, very difficult according to the Pshat, and that makes it equal with the other Pshat, because they're both difficult, but in Pshat Mikra, as the Rebbe will prove from another Rashi. Let's see inside. Gimel. The Birbazet. The explanation of this is by Isur Lesaris Shum Behem of by the prohibition of doing Sirus, uh, castrating an animal or a tame animal, which the Pasik tells us earlier in the Parsha. Zogdar Pasik, over there the Pasik says, that in your land you shall not do that. So how would one interpret the pshat of Be'artzchem? Means that only in Eretz Yisrael you're not allowed to do that. But Rashi says, Rashi is the Mefarish, but Rashi explains in this, That's why it says Be'artzchem. It doesn't mean in your land of Eretz Yisrael. But why does the Torah say Be'artzchem? This is coming to include everything that's in the land. That not only kosher, clean animals, but even betumayis, also the din is that you're not allowed to be misadis them. And Rashi says, because it's impossible to say that that they were not commanded against castration only in the land, because the sirus is a bodily obligation. And any time when we talk about an obligation for the body, it applies both in Eretz Yisrael and in the Chutzlar. There's no such a thing as only in Eretz Yisrael. If it's a mitzvah, for the body, like in the animal, in this case, why would it be a difference in Eretz Yisrael? So therefore, it has to mean anything. So what do we see from this? So we see from here, as the cloud that this rule, that wherever there is a bodily obligation, it applies both in the land and is as stark. This is so strong. As oichim pshute shel mikro, that also in the simple meaning of the Posik is meant to leave them them We take out the word which normally means in your land. We take it out from Zain from its Poshtun Optaj from its simple meaning. Kedei does only instead of some clouds. So that does not conflict, contradict that rule. That's how strong the rule is. And this is not even as the Rebbe says now in the brackets, uh, medrash or something. But this is the plain shot. And this is not the case as Tzuliba Shverekite in Darachapshat. That when you have a difficulty in the simple meaning, bring Trash Adrash. So then Rashi will bring an expounding interpretation. That would settle the worst, the words. Of the Pesach, everything on its style, as Rashi has said before, that Rashi brings down sometimes a medrash, a drash, to settle a difficulty in Bishat. But that's not over here. It doesn't seem like this is the case over here, because Rashi, what Rashi did not as the pirush kol is a drash. It doesn't say that kol it's an expounding. 
Und Zeichel dafüllen nicht an in der Pirus, als der Pirus ist genommen von Rabbi Zal. He doesn't even uh, reference that. This is an interpretation that is taken from our teachers of blessed memory, something from the Razal. Nor er sagt das in sein Signum vom Shadrash, he says it in his style, in the simple meaning, Leuten derach abschad, according to the path of the simple meaning. By, that what? That according to the simple meaning, Beitzich der Teich in Ba'artzichem, the interpretation of Ba'artzichem changes. Need wie sein Pirusha Poshen. It's not like its simple meaning would mean in your land, it changes. Kedeh is only sein Bistire zum Klau, kol chevis haguvchul, so that it doesn't conflict, it doesn't contradict the rule that any time there's an bodily obligation, it applies everywhere. And we can't have this bodily obligation of Sirius not applying in Eretz Yisrael. So that's such a strong reasoning that it changes the simple meaning. And Ba'ar doesn't mean in your land, but it means Kol so the food is verstandig. So from this is understood. Also, as far as the second part of this rule, as achoyves karka ain't in a heges That when we say this is such a strong rule, that if it's an obligation which is related to the land, then it only applies to the land. Only in Eretz Yisrael, as the klal daf masim zayin umetun. This rule needs to fit everywhere. Also, when in the way of the pshat, because of this, we have to change the translation from a word from a word. Not as its simple meaning. So that means that if you have to change a taich, a translation, because it should fit with this rule, be it. That's what you have to do. So that's also the way it's in our case. Rashi can zechnish banugan emitin pirush. Rashi cannot be satisfied with the explanation. As chodosh is noig bechutzalaretz, the chodosh applies to chutzalaretz. Can't say that. Was his heipach from klau, because that goes contrary to the rule as chayvus karka eden hagas albaretz, that the obligation that is connected to the land can only does only applies to the land. On the riba brengt anocha pirush in bechol. And that's why he brings a, another interpretation. Uh, that it means that after it was inherited and settled, so that was their pirush. This interpretation, although it doesn't lie that much, it doesn't fit so much. In the words of Chomish Yisachem, is a rober nid b'stiret zum klal, but it's not in a contradiction to the rule. Al derech pirushanal in ba'artzchem leitzasu, just like over there by ba'artzchem leitzasu, we said that we don't touch it in your land because it conflicts with the chayvus haguf should apply everywhere. So we here too, Rashi has to bring another interpretation that it shouldn't conflict with the rule that if it's a chayvas karka, it only applies in Eretz Yisrael. So Rashi brings a second pirush that it means mishakov shuvecholku, that it's lachar yirusha v'yishiva. But we understand that 
interpretation alone is also not so fitting. And the Rebbe is going to say there, equally, there is a problem with this one, a problem with the other one. Here it's not fitting because it doesn't fit with the rule. And it is not fitting because it doesn't fit with the interpretation, with the words, and that makes them equal. Let's look inside, Dalit. Also, this interpretation is not smooth to say that and that's why Rashi also brings the interpretation as Makan that the Chodesh does apply the Chodesh since the word we find in many mitzvahs in all cases in all cases it means that it's also in Yisrael so this turns out that this is an exception in the in the meaning of we uh, here it doesn't mean Chutzlaret. Come to us as the Pirish of Chomash Vesechem Do. So it turns out that when we translate the Chomash Vesechem over here as the Smeint Lachar Yerushavi Yeshiva, that it means after settling, inheriting, has settled in Mishakosh Vacholko. That's when your Mechuyev is a Yetzim and a So it's an exception. The Chomash Vesechem is different. From all other places, wherever it says, it always means everywhere. Here, it means only after settlement. The fabric, Rashi, Oich, the Mershtim Pirish. That's what Rashi brings also the first interpretation. Because it's difficult to say that means different than means everywhere. And the myth is Farshtandik, and with this we understand. These two interpretations of Rashi are basically equal in Darachapshat as far as the way of the Pshat. In both of the interpretations, we have the same difficulties. Whatever way you interpret, the Bechol Moshesechem here is going to be an exception to the general rule. According to the first interpretation, is the chiv for chodesh bechutz loretz an oisnam from the mklau the obligation according to the first shot where we learn a chodesh applies everywhere so it's, a, it's an exception uh, from the mklau it's an exception the mklau oich leit pshutish al mikra kenal also according to pshutish al mikra as the rebbe said before that it has to be that way that only uh, in eretz uh, that if it's a, uh, a related to the ground it should only apply to eretz yisrael. As Rebbe proved it from the uh, Rashi Ba'artzuchem Lagabi Sirus. So it turns out that it's a Yetzim Raklal. It's a different, it's an exception from the rule. As Chavis Karka There is a rule that the obligation of Karka only applies to the land. And here we're saying that it's an exception that applies also in Chutzlaret. But according to the second interpretation, is the Taich from Chomishvisechem, the interpretation of Chomishvisechem. So it's an exception of the way to translate in all other places, in Torah. All places in Torah, everywhere in the Torah, means also Chutzlaretz. And here we're saying, no, that it means also Yisrael. So it's also an exception. This is an exception, that's an exception. 
So since we have to say that it's an exception, they're both equal. And now the Rebbe is going to explain why Rashi uses the phrase over here in the beginning. He says, these are Chachmei Yisrael. Unusual language. Hey, so since these two interpretations are equal in the meaning of the Pasuk, can a Talmud be mulach fregnus so a sharp Talmud can ask, What are the uh, ideas of the disagreement? According to one, it turns out, one learns it, that this applies to Chutzlaretz. According to the other one, Norberetz. We have the same problem. So why did each one decide what is the reasoning, the rationale to choose one over the other? Why did this one change, say one way and the other one say the other way? So Rashi points to the explanation by using the language This is exception also in the language not as Rashi normally uses, that our teachers argued about it or similar to it, that meat is emiramis. Rashi is hinting to you that as their nechlechu is farbundun, that this disagreement is connected, not as we learn simple meaning the posse, which would be Rabbi Seinu, our teachers, nor mitzvei shitas, but this is Connected to Chachmei. These are two views, Vitzu Verstein, Un Opschatzen, the Gifthunis und Gefilm von Eden. It is how to understand, how to value the characteristics and the feeling of Jews. Chachmei Yisrael. They are sages of Israel. Come on, as the Rebbe will explain. It's something which has to do with the psychology. Being the wise of Yisrael, they were able to pick. They had a different psychological approach. Which one is the more important? The Birundam. Explanation is: Yet their korban darv their vekum by mention nafshi. Every korban needs to awaken by the person a certain feeling in his soul. Fitting to the content of this korban, the dogma. As for example, by korban chatos va'osham, when you're bringing a sin or guilt offering, you have to have a gefil fun charoton shuva. There must be a sense, a feeling of remorse and return, a shuva. If you're bringing a korban toida, a thanks giving offering, you have to have a feeling of thankfulness to Hashem, etc. And therefore, when you offer a korban, not only the physical offering, but also as Rashi uses the language that you have to direct 
your heart to Hashem. That's part of the korban. Undos is nit davke by This is not only applicable to a individual sacrifice. Oicha korban tzibur also a communal sacrifice. Darf arayis ruf bayedn yochid. That should bring out by each individual. Bos is doch atzel von tzibur who is a part of the community. So each individual, the mregish behesem zum korban. You should have a feeling similar to the korban, the dogma. As for example, batikarbonus tzibur vozayne mechaper efavedus. Those communal sacrifices which atone for sins. Hayochid of the individual sins darv der yochid charotom mefuchet. So the individual should have regret, remorse for the sin. Darfun is From this, we also understand in our matter the Easter says in Chodesh, the prohibition against eating the new grain before you offer the korban. The simple reason is kidei. Reish is kitzirchem, so that the first things that you cut should be zolzayin a korban oimer. You should bring it as a korban. Dafar reish rufum by eaten the akor of argosha. This needs to bring out and call out by the person the recognition and the feeling as the reish is from alazayin azachem that the beginning of all of his matters muzman brengin lahashem. You have to bring to Hashem uners denoch. And only afterwards can zayin techelu. Then there could be you eat. First you bring to Hashem and then you eat. Vibald ober azder oimer ved gebracht norfun kitzirom. Since the oimer, however, is only brought from what you cut, which is the cut the kitzir from Eretz Yisrael, what you cut from Eretz Yisrael, ube meile, and therefore. So this will arouse, awake up the only the Jews from the Mekoimers from Valent Mimek bringing them Oimer only from those places from which you're allowed to bring the Oimer, which is Eretz Yisrael. And the Oimer has to come Eretz Yisrael. So they'll be inspired, they'll be aroused by the feeling emotionally because the Korban Oimer is brought, the cutting is done there. So then the question is, how do we have this recognition? The first of the cut belongs to Hashem. By the Jews that find themselves outside of Eretz Yisrael, how are they going to get that feeling? From what they cut, you don't bring the Oymer. So, those who cut Neretz Yisrael, they feel that, no, their cut doesn't work. First you give to Hashem, before they can. But, in Chosloris, you don't bring for Hashem over there. So, how do you accomplish that by them, and in them, Faran by the Chachmu Yisrael? So, here we have the two views by the sages of Israel. Ein Shita is, the one view is, as Oich Zei Zainen Osur Bechodesh. That the prohibition they too are prohibited in the Chodesh. Since they will not be allowed to eat, they're not permitted to eat Chodesh, until that day when we bring 
in Eretz Yisrael, the Omer, which you bring the Omer in Eretz Yisrael on the 16th of Nisan, this will remind them and it will arouse them to reach that recognition. This will bring them about to that recognition. As Reish is geared to Mebishton, that the Reish is belong to Hashem. Chotz from their Chotz bring many the Omer, although from their Chotz you don't bring the Omer, but still they will get that from the fact that they're not allowed to eat their grain until the Korban Omer is brought near to Israel. At is the south of you is as Adram on the contrary. Der Vek to Der Vek in Zaydem Hergish. What is the path? To wake up that feeling, that sense, is not to chodesh. Is not by prohibiting them chodesh, nor adrabe, but on the contrary, those gufa that alone was the field that from the Eden bechutz loaritz, that the fields of the Eden which are outside of Eretz Yisrael, zayinit in them gather from bringing the meimer. They're not in the boundaries. They don't apply to them. I bring the meimer. Ubemele nit in them isur from chodesh. And therefore, they're also not in the prohibition of Chodosh. They're vect in So that wakes up in them the recognition as their Shvala Matzev on their recognition how low their situation is. Because they need Zayn Roy to the Rakrova, so they're not fit to bring the Oymer, they see they're not part of all this. They don't bring the Oymer and they're not also. So that recognition of their low state, that will bring out in them, that will call out to them that yearning, that they must have with more force their gefil, that feeling was that Oimer Ruftaruj by the Eden of Eretz Yisrael, that this Oimer brings out, calls out by the Eden of Eretz Yisrael. So basically, this is the Chachma Yisrael, how to get the people in Chutzlaretz to be inspired and recognize that everything first comes to Hashem, either by giving them a Isur, or by not giving them any Isur and saying, listen, you're not in it. And that itself will bring them about to want to connect and have that feeling that everything first belongs to Hashem. So based on the above, we can also explain in the inner matter of things, why Rashi first brings down the interpretation that Chodosh is in Chodosh is before he brings down the second Pirush that it's only in Eretz Yisrael because of the way that you bring about the arousal for the Yid. Chotch, Rebbe says in the brackets, we said before that both of these interpretations have the same difficulty and Rashi just can't say one before the other. You can't say them together, so one comes before the other, but not that it has any preference, but yet... Still came out first, so there should be something to it about being first. Although in our case both interpretations are equal, in Darachapshat, in the Webshat. The reason Rashi gives one 
interpretation before the second one is the farva mekendoch nishleib in svei pirushim pasachas is only because it is impossible to write two interpretations at once. Kinalas mentioned earlier from and yet Baal does yet that inyan in Torah is bediuk since that every aspect in Torah is precise is moving. It's understood as this is though main time. There's some somewhat of a reason. I'll call Pony with Primus Inyonim at least in the inner matter of things. If Dembas Rashi is Magdim and Pirush Faran Svet, why Rashi brings one shot before one interpretation before the other one? The Chiluk Tzvishin the Tzvei Yifanim is it often in Eden. What's the difference? How these two ways how they impact the Eden? The first way, when you prohibit the eating of Chodosh, this captures, gets the attention of the one that it's eating. The body and the animal soul. When we say that you can't this, that you can't eat a certain food, that touches nit. It doesn't affect so much the soul, nor be them goof and The main thing is the body and the animal soul. But the but the second way of arousing the yid is durzai mushlo by being negated fun hakrovas oimer on isur chodesh from bringing the oimer and the isur chodesh. that brings out, calls for the yearning to the Hoibenzich to raise yourself on Tzukum and Beyeser Hoiz and to reach with more force to them give feel to the feeling that the Bnei Yisrael have. That touches the godly soul. It's only by him it comes up that yearning to this Alevin to be elevated. As the Pasuk says, Ruach HaOdom, the spirit of the man, the Nefshele Kis is what goes above. But Pizei is verstanding the Seder in Rashi. Now, according to this, meaning we understand the order in Rashi. The Ron Heib, the beginning, the Ershte Pirush, which is as Cholos the first interpretation. When the body and the animal soul are still with full force, Darf Metonaz Al then you need to do such activities that impact the body and the animal soul. Afterwards, you can reach the second step, the second interpretation to impact also on the godly soul. Zion. The difference between the two Rashis is not only apply with regards to Chutzlords, whether there is the uh, uh, laws of Chodesh and Chutzlords or not. But it's also itself. Whether the prohibition of Chodesh only started after it was settled. Inheritance settled Kipirusha Beis, the second interpretation. Or the Rechfar Yerusha Yeshiva, or it also started before the inheritance settled it. Vidar Eshta Pirusha is the first interpretation. That was Bechomesh Visechem, Kumpleitim Lamach Chodesh Negim Chutzlaris. According to him, it's coming to teach us that it applies in Chutzlaris.
So, he doesn't have a Cholmash Vesechem after Yerushavishiva, so that means that it started immediately. So there's a difference when it started in Eretz Yisrael. Did it start immediately or only after Yerushavishiva? According to the previous beer, we understand this. These two differences are connected one with the other. Because also the difference in the service between the two views we saw before touches the soul of the body. It's not only how it affects the Eden and but also how it impacts the inner The main view and interpretation was his Madgish Biikin that mainly emphasized the to capture the body and the animal soul of a yid. Halt that holds. As is the Hakora that also is Gerd Hashem, that it comes to the Hashem. Kikumen nita zoy mitzadem oimer da krovel Hashem. It's not so much because of the oimer which is bringing to Hashem, nor mitzadem isra chilas chodosh. That came mainly because you can't eat the new food. Was the nemtum guf for nevshabamis? It touches the body nevshabamis. When the river atzir the isra chodosh shituzu, and therefore when did it start the prohibition of chodosh according to this view? As soon as they enter Eretz before they even settle permanently, Yerushavi Yeshiva, in in the Holy Land. So it's not yet, it didn't have to come Kedusha. It's just as soon as you enter, you can't eat. Bormdan is a Seder When you're already settled in Israel, then it becomes a holy. Service. It's a Kedusha Nevshel Kiss because it's Yisrael. But it's not yet fully Eretz Yisrael then. But the Oifton in the Akora now, Durg the Nemen, the Mgufen of is because in order to accomplish that recognition that Hashem is first, uh, and we need to Durg the Nemen, the Mgufen of Shabbamis, we want the body and the animal soul to sense that. That's the beginning of the service. Even before you sell, even before you get the kedusha, you still don't eat that. It'll touch. It affects the nefshamamis. But But according to the second view, as the Riker was bringing into the rakora, now the main thing that brings it into that recognition is that rova for Oimer. That is the bring of the Oimer. Was the nemt the nefshalikis, which is the sacrifice of the Eimer, which is the has to do with the Akrova, but then no shlakis. This can only accomplished after Yeruvi Shiva when it's fully Eretz Hakodesh, and that's when it touches. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Emir Tavshin Lamatzayim.